This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories in logic. My God. <laughs> You're so, this is so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hole. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of... Oh! The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner. He is the Ron Stoppable Pontificator. He is Ronald the Grip Kilborn. How you doing today, bud? Oh, Coley Anderson. I am doing just fine, sir. Uh, you know, I, I right out the gate, you, know, you introduced me as the punny guy, and I come right at you with the puns. So uh, <laughs> it's nice to start off with such pleasantries because this is part one of our most bloodthirsty theme of this uh, of this uh, podcast, the creative team fantasy draft. Now, Cole, as you sit there <laughs> shaking with laughter over Coley Anderson still, I got to ask, are you fully prepared for this draft and are you excited for what's to come? Because I think this is the first time we didn't go with any time periods. We went oh. with status as a champion and the championship of choice is the Intercontinental Championship. Cole, how are you feeling today? I thought I was going to catch you off guard there with changing the intro there. Like, inspiration just hit me, you know, while I was washing my hair. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to catch Ron off guard here. And then you just, like, totally swerved me with Coley Anderson and just fucked me. And now I'm sitting here all out of sorts. Like, God damn it, I thought I had him. And you just, you, you turned it right on me. It's great that we start this off with such laughter because it's going to make a, it's going to take a turn, sir, because I love. Oh yeah. We're going to be pissed off here in a minute. Oh yes. Because it, you know, this, this episode, you know, this part of the draft, it's just us, you know, we're just pissing each other off. We don't have an audience just yet, like a live audience anyway. Uh, but I'm excited about this uh, draft. I, this was much harder just because there's more on the table. You know, like I said before, the, the whole time period handcuff w made things a little, a little easier, harder, I guess. But this, the the entire world is our oyster, and I'm I'm itching to piss you off, and I'm expecting to get pissed off. Well, yeah, because when we narrow it down to like a single year or even a, an era, you know, for five years, there's really not that big a change uh, in in the world of professional wrestling over five years. Um, so. When we're going to go back to the 1970s and ha include every single intercontinental champion that's ever existed uh, in our draft today, because today the draft is intercontinental champions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got about 90 people to pick from, 86 to be exact, um, but usually there's about maybe 50, 45-ish people, and so things get a little tough, but this one... I mean, the world is our Erster here, and uh, 86 people to pick from gives us a, a huge option. And there is a female Intercontinental Champion, so let's not forget that. So we have all kinds of fun options, and for we can get Ron's creativity flowing here. And hopefully, as per usual, you'll put some weird nonsense in the main event, like China versus Bad News Barrett. And then I will walk away victorious yet again. Yeah. Going into this, look, just looking at the Intercontinental Champions, I have two 
absolute dream matches, and I don't know which one I want. Um, so again, this coin flip is going to be huge because it's going to determine whether I get to have one of these dream matches or you get to fuck me picking uh, twice in a row. So, Well, Cole, we uh, don't need a coin for me to fuck you. <laughs> Accurate. Are, are you using the working coin or are you going to use an actual coin? Oh, I'm using the working coin right here. But you can see there's a coin. I oh, tremendous. Button. Tremendous. It flips. Look at that. It flips. It's flipping and in front of me. And then it lands on something. So do you want heads or tails, good sir? Well, you know, I think I am just going to go with tails. And the coin is flipping. It's it heads. Heads. Oh, so, oh, this is tough. This is tough because, um, as with many of our drafts, uh, Bret Hart is on the playing field. So, <clears throat> there's a very solid chance that is where both of us want to go with our first pick. So, I have to decide whether I want to actually have Bret Hart for one of these fantasy rosters, or I want to preserve one of my dream matches but I still have an opportunity if I just pick Bret Hart to have one of these dream matches. So I'm going to go first and select Bret Hart. That's right. For the first time ever, I think I'm taking first pick and I'm selecting goddamn Bret Hitman Hart with the number one pick. Well, that, that just tickles me, Cole. And I was fully expecting to lose Bret Hart today because I was going to opt to pick two this time around. <laughs> Even if you won the coin toss, ah, the strategy is starting to rub off on it's Ronald here. It's starting to rub off on me <laughs> and it's going to pay and it's going to pay off huge for me because my first pick is going to be someone that I saw win his uh last Intercontinental Championship match live at a WrestleMania and I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan as my wow. number 1 pick. Shocking. Very I was shocking. Not expecting Daniel Bryan to be a, a a number one pick, really? So solid. Your your pick for current best wrestler ever? It doesn't uh, doesn't make the <clears throat> number one seed, huh? Correct, because I didn't have him as one of my dream matches. That like this, I need to see it matches. Although, although, I just something just popped into my mind. If I had Daniel Bryan on my list where i might go with this pick let me see if i'm correct your second pick ronald well my second pick and if you're alluding to what i think you're alluding to i alluded to this a week ago and this was going to be my number one and number two my number two pick is none other than eddie guerrero yep that's the match that is it if i had daniel bryan on this intercontinental title list the next person i would want to see is eddie guerrero but that is fine because I get to preserve one of my dream matches here. So my second pick of this draft is going to be none other than the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Ooh. And I'm super happy I get at least one dream match. And since you didn't pick either of the members of my other dream match, I got a chance here to have my top two matches on this. So my number three pick, because I know this is where you're probably going next, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. I have Brett, Shawn, and Savage on my team. I feel really good about this already. Yes, I, I feel good about it for you, too. And, uh, nope, that was going to be my next one, and it, and it isn't. Uh, but uh, my next two are uh, both Intercontinental Championship winners and arguably the two biggest stars ever. 
And I'm going to go with number one, Uh-oh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm just going to take him now. You probably won't have him, but I'm going to take him just because the audience we're playing to. I'm going to take The Rock. Solid. Now, since we are going with, I'm just going to call them the Booze and the Dudes crew, even though they all have their own show now. Uh, they're still doing their shows together. I don't know why they, you know, but they're cool dudes. And so, yes, The Rock might bite me in the ass with Chuck Bucks over there and uh, the cool dick. So, that's great. You preserved both my dream matches. I could not ask for any better to start this than to get to the four specific people that I wanted. Absolutely. I'm going with number four, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Boom. Ooh, tremendous. And that's okay. Now, here's where things get tricky because I really did only think about those four people, and uh, I'm not sure what I want to do now, but, you know, we've been talking about this gentleman a lot lately, and you've been giving me shit, and uh, I feel like I'm coming around on him a little bit more and more. The more we talk about him, the more I watch. Kurt Angle. Well, it's good that you're maturing, Cole. It's nice to admit that you're wrong once in a while. (laughs) So... Now that you've got Kurt Angle, who was on my list, I'm going to go with the next two. And you know what? I think I might skip ahead just to anger you because I feel like you feel like these two would be on the bottom for me. Uh-oh. But they might be just around the corner for you, but I kind of love my next two picks. So you know what? I'm going to split these. I'm going to take one of the next two picks, and I'm going to go down to one of the bottom two picks just to kind of get them both. You'll probably snag the two other ones, but let's see. But my number one for this round is going to be Rob Van Dam. Oh, beautiful. And then after RVD, I'm going to be taking Ravishing Rick Rude. Damn it. I love it. Rick Rude, uh, as we know, is one of my favorites. So I'm going to go right there with Rick Rude just after that. I'm going to go with Mr. Perfect. Ooh. And, uh, man, my card is shaping up nicely. Now, this, I just saw one. Uh, this, I'm going to surprise you. I, th- I think you'll be surprised. I'm going to go a little early to pull this trigger. Ray Mysterio. Ooh. Don't worry. I had him late in the game. That's, that's kind of shame on me. Yes, because I feel like you would think, Strategy-wise, Cole's not going to pick this fucker, especially not early. What the hell? When, I don't. I didn't peg you for a non-Ray fan. <laughs> no, just <laughs> like you know, t- it's not. It's not someone you would think I might take this early in a draft. I think so. Well, this is someone that most people should take uh, early in the draft for Intercontinental Championship. I'm sorry. Is it your turn still? No, Mr. Perfect nope, and Ray Mr. Mysterio. Mr. Perfect right? and Ray Mysterio were. See, my I'm picks. known. I'm, I'm known for just uh, going over <laughs> your next pick in a rush but my next one is going to be chris jericho good pick one of the one of the all-time well most well-rounded wrestlers and the most intercontinental championship wins if i'm not mistaken i, I think the miz might be close it's either jericho or miz at this point for sure because when i went through the list miz is there a lot <laughs> Okay, so now this one's hard because I know one of them is on your list because it's just someone that we have in common, but there's another one that you're more of a, well, I like him too, but you praise his accomplishments 
a lot and for a long time based on our friendship. So I think I might just take him instead for funsies. I'm going to go with D'Lo Brown. Dang it. That's a solid pick. I love me some D'Lo Brown. Um, I might not have pulled the trigger this early, but I looking at what you got on the li- on this list so far, there's some pretty intriguing matchups for D'Lo Brown that would be fun. Um, and yes, he's probably one of those guys that I like a lot more than the judges will. So <laughs> there is that. Um, all right, then. This is shaping up nice. This is one of the cool things about this list. Um, you know, because I do have every Intercontinental Champion listed so that, you know, once we're done, we can mention some of the, see, some of the, there, there's a few shocking names on this list, but for the most part, I got to say, Intercontinental title, um, I know we talk about them devaluing the title, but you look at the list, it's really solid. There's not a lot of like, what the fuck, that guy was the Intercontinental Champions on here? There's only about three or four of those, but uh, they've really done, I think they've done a better job protecting the Intercontinental title than we give them credit for. So, now, looking at my list, I got to go with AJ Styles. Ooh, okay. And then w- one more for me. This is where, oh, it's tough. Be- okay, you know what? I've got two guys that I'm looking looking at that would be a fun match for Ray. So I think I'm safe to let it go for just a minute. Oh, try- oh I got it right here. The Rocket. The King of Hearts, Owen Hart. That is splendid. That is very much splendid. Um, well, that would bring me to my next picks. Oh, God, this list. Like, I'm even looking at the list of, like, the next 20. You know, the 20 that yes. I'm looking at that, you know, and they're, they're getting better and better by, by the minute. But I think I'm, I'm still going to continue with my original 20. And the next one for me is Sir William Regal. Damn it. I waited one round too long. Yes. As soon as I saw that you didn't pick him that round, I was like, I better snatch him up. All right. And so that finishes round number nine. And you, sir, have the first pick of round number 10. Didn't I just pick William Regal? Yeah, but you get two, bud. Oh, two. <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm like walking over my own picks this time around. I know. You're trying to give me extra picks. I should just keep going. <laughs> oh, you should. Yeah, yeah. Just completely completely just fucked me over but, but as, I'm just... as we know i always play fair in these drafts so yes yes go back to our archives to you know, <laughs> confirm that but let's just get him now uh i'm gonna go with cesaro oh cesaro did i miss one on the intercontinental title list am i factually incorrect you may be sir oh is this a photoshop then <laughs> Oh, if you pick someone that wasn't actually, yeah, United States champion for Cesaro, you may be conflating the two, but oh. uh, I do not have an intercontinental title for Ant- Antonio Cesaro. Oh, you heard it here, folks. Cesaro, the most work-rated wrestler ever, didn't win the work-rated title. Right. That seems pretty weird that he was not the intercontinental champion. I will check one more source because this is a fan website. But uh, yeah, I'm not coming up with anything for. Uh, well, I mean, it, uh, it it seems to check out that he never won it. I just went by an image that I saw, and now I'm convinced that it's Photoshop. It very well could be, but I don't want to take it away from you if he uh, 
Oh, that'd be hilarious. And then you and then you get him. <laughs> oh, and then I draft him when I find it later. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, he has not won the Intercontinental title, bud. They wow. Even the, they wow. even have the. Uh, they have his his PWG World Championship. They have uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner, but no Intercontinental title for Cesaro. Wow, it's happened, ladies and gentlemen. This is a first for a draft. Yeah, that that Ronald was uh, wrong about wrestling history is a first. Yes, in general. But yes, uh, Ron Ron was wrong about wrestling history, and the uh, discovery of what we're talking about is definitely something that's wrong in wrestling history. Yeah, no shit. Well, well goodbye, let's write, we can write that later. We can fix that wrong uh, for sure. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, Cesaro is definitely a take it up with creative victim. Yeah, or Cesaro subject. after the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That sounds like a fantastic one we could put down in the uh, on the list of things for us to discuss. But, Ron, we need another number 10 pick for you. Because Cesaro well, is not an Intercontinental Champion. Well, a lot of people are might shit on me for this being number two to Cesaro. And uh, there's a lot of argument that he could be, you know, way up higher on this list, all things considering nowadays. But I'm just going to take him now. I'm going to take CM Punk. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I definitely got a little got a little excited when I saw him on this list. Um, but, hey, you beat me to him. All right. So, I'm going to go with a surprising Intercontinental Champion, one that I did not remember as an Intercontinental Champion. Uh, I'm going to go with the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Ric he Flair. Yes, he beat Carlito. Correct. And, and it was the first time ever that uh, he successfully jumped off the top rope after the up and over. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, with that in mind, uh, knowing the new rules that we are requiring everyone to use all 20 members, I'm going to need a tag match of some description or a four-way. So, I'm just going to go ahead right now and take Randall Orton. Ooh, and you're going to waste him in a four-way or a tag match, huh? Well, I got the Nature Boy Ric Flair. I've got Randy Orton. I have uh, two members of Evolution. So, we'll see what oh. happens there. Nice. So Triple H might actually make a card. <laughs> oh, bother. Well, oh, let's see, man. There's so much meat on the bone here. Like, oh. hmm. I almost want to pivot to the other list. Hmm. Okay. I'm just going to go with my next two. They're probably not on your list or probably the last two. Uh, but I am going to go with the main event of night one, WrestleMania this year, Kevin Owens. Well, I uh, just so you know, I don't have a ranked list. I have them in order from Pat Patterson to the current Intercontinental Champion. So I don't have a ranked list, so I have everybody at, at my disposal. But Kevin Owens, solid pick. I love it. Your second pick, sir. Sweet. I didn't have enough, like, you know... I didn't want to juggle that much, so I just literally picked the 40 that I really want, and I'm only going to go by this list. Um, so I might as well just, mm, you know what? It's too predictable to go with him next. But that may, <laughs> that may have just given it away for your next round. But I don't think you would waste him this early either. 
Ah, screw it. I'm gonna go with his. I'm gonna go with his best friend, Sami Zayn. Beautiful, love it. I also need a tag match. Speaking of tag matches, I'm gonna maybe shock you a little bit here, but I'm gonna go with Edge and Christian. Oh, right out the gate, just just one after the other, huh? Yes, sir. Number thir- uh, 12 and 13. We are in round 13, Ronald. Oh, this one's flying by. Uh, I know. Your pick, sir. Okay, well, I'm just going to take the last two of my initial 20 of the ones that had to be on here before I pivot to the to the leftover list. But number one pick, Finn Balor. Love it. He was on my list, definitely higher in my consideration. He was not going to go undrafted today, I promise. And sure. and this is one that I was scared to lose, oh. uh, but I don't think I don't think you have him, or maybe you thought the same for me that I would have him way late. Which you're right; he was my last pick of the initial twenty. But I lost a few of my rounds, so I have to pivot to the list over. But my final pick of the ones that I had to have is the late great Luke Harper. Oh, I love it. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That was one of those I was happy to see was on this list. I don't remember his title reign um, because this, you know, basically after Kofi Kingston, that's kind of when I stopped really paying attention to wrestling or to WWE anyway. Well, go out of your way to watch Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. It's probably his best outing and what should have been his coming out party. And it was to the audience. Uh, but you know, as booking goes and as, you know, WWE goes. <laughs> oh, I actually wrote that down. I'm going to Google it, see what it is and see if I can find it on the cock. Oh, okay. So I'm very surprised here that this man has not been drafted a little ashamed of myself that it took till the number, you know, the 14th round, but Shinsuke Nakamura can't ask for much better than getting Shinsuke in the 14th round, but that just goes to show you if we were doing this draft five years ago and Shinsuke was an option, he would have been a number one pick, you know, but good, good job. Good job. WWE. Yeah, correct. Because the only reason he was on my pivot list is because the, his intercontinental championship reign is drenched in bugs and Elvis suits. So, (laughs) um, well, I'm just going to go at the tippy top of well, my pivot no, list. no, you're not, because it's still my turn. <laughs> oh, but it, it happened. It happened. I finally walked over your pick this time. I was excited. It's tough. So my pick's pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with one Razor Ramon. All right. That's, that's definitely topical. Yes, go back in the archives uh, to last week, ladies and gentlemen, and you can listen to our Razor Ramon episode. Are you there? Now is it my pick? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like like waiting for you to look at me. I was like... (laughs) I thought there was internet troubles again, and Rob was just like, I'm not going to talk until it's my turn. Yes, round number 15. Ronald, it is your pick. Ooh, who to pick? Should I go with funny? Nah. No. It, 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 <laughs> with, with, with the list of people here. I mean, I mean, I won I won a round with Orange Cassidy and John Cena, so anything's possible. 
Um, okay. Let's just go ahead and take them um, right now. Because I'm looking at some... Ooh, I'm looking. Yes. Okay. The best thing about this, about the championship theme, is that it's pretty much self-explanatory that, you know, since these are all a bunch of different time periods, everybody's in their prime. Yes. I'm still going to... I'm still going to call out Shinsuke for being Dancy Elvis uh, when it's time to. <laughs> but uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take Mr. Number One Creative Team Promo Skills Guy Ever, Roddy Piper. Damn it. I was just planning what I could do with Piper. I was just looking at it, thinking about it, and you stole him out from under me. All right. That'll start round number 16, and it is still your pick, Ron. Okay. Uh, for this pick, ooh, now see, I have a, um, see, this is mostly, now, now I, uh, my time period, you know, just a little spoiler for you, sir, my time period now is basically late 90s to now. Hmm. Well, so I'm, the... I'm, I'm very aware of that, and that's why I've been saving some of my picks until the last few rounds. But So let's see. Who can I get? Who should I pick first out of this bunch? I'm looking at my green columns and seeing some potential delicious matchups between previously picked people and the following. I think I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to take them. I'm just going to take the head of the table. I'm taking Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. All right. So there's two things that I'm looking at, two matchups. So I know what my next four picks are unless you ruin it. But this one just hit me, and uh, I'm going to sell this, and I don't care. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little page out of Ronald's book here. I'm going to take The Godfather and China. Oh, man, I thought you were going big show. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, undo, undo, delete. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we could have done the big O. Oh, and yes. Godfather blow off match in yes. this fantasy draft. Damn it. Oh, it happens. It happens. But hey, there's still time. There's still time. I mean, I think there's going to be a big O involved in this Godfather match. So, I mean, that's where my head was at. But I totally forgot about the big O. Oh, man. I, I smell oh. a stipulation for that match. China oh. loses. She's got to be a hoe. Yes. Dude. Oh. That's amazing. Well, shit. Um, I think, for me, should I do it? You should. I, I probably should. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense considering my last pick. And, you know, even if I don't team him with him, I don't think I would waste Mr. Roman in a tag match, especially today. But I'm seeing loads of potential with this person. I'm going to pick Dean Ambrose. There we go. All right. That finishes round number 17. And we're starting round number 18 with Ronald's pick. Ronald's pick. Okay. Now, fuck it. Let's just round them all up. Hounds of justice. Give me Seth Rollins. Easy six man right there. <laughs> Correct, which, you know, you either need a couple of four ways or a couple three ways or a six man. So you're uh, you're looking good here, Ronald. So now I'm going to go ultra silly here. Oh, damn it. 
Uh, I was saving him. No, I'm not taking Santino. You're safe. You oh, Santino yes. Santino all you want. Oh, Final Four Canadian Wrestler of the World. I'm, I'm going with this because if I told any wrestling fan that this match was about to happen, every single one of us would order whatever pay-per-view was going to happen on. Everyone would sit there giddy knowing that it's going to be an absolute fucking train wreck. Ultimate Warrior and Ahmed Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Good God. My goodness. Like, if I told you that match was happening, you would it would be appointment television. I, I would watch the contract signing like three times. Can you imagine the fucking promos? Yes. <laughs> this is going to be great. Oh, the power of the warriors! I can't even tell who was who there. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever booked, but I'm going to book it, and it's going to be great. I'm not going to um, put it semi-main like Ron would, so I might no. get away with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's worked, for, it's worked for me in the past. So, since we alluded to it, I am going to take in this round, if it's my turn. Yes, it is. Yes, uh, it's your last two picks, Ronald. 19 oh, it's my last two. Yes, Ooh, 19 okay. and 20. I'm glad you told me that. So should I even go with him? I probably should, because God damn it, it's the Cobra. Uh, yeah, number one, Santino Morella, and the final pick, the single greatest intercontinental champion of all time, the Honky Tonk. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I hope that's the match, too. How could it not be? Oh, oh, the Honky Tonka meter. Oh, my God. It was one of my favorite things. You know, I'll, I'll make fun of Santino. You know, well, I'm not necessarily make fun of Santino because I like the whole deal. He definitely shouldn't have been Final Four in the greatest Canadian wrestler of all time bracket. But um, if there would have been, if they would have rolled with that, I think Santino could have been a big star, like way bigger than he ended up being. Um, and but I think it did get him over. I really feel like that that intercontinental thing with Santino with the honka meter every week. I wish they would have rolled with that for like six months instead of six weeks because it was so great. But that moment in that, that led to that one magical moment in the Royal Rumble when Alberto Del Rio won, when we all had just that little dick tease where for five seconds, everyone in the world became a Santino Morella fan and wanted him to win the Royal Rumble just because of the, just, it was just preposterous. But uh, nobody really cared for Alberto Del Rio, but whatever. All right, so number 20, my last pick. Oh, this is hard because I'm looking at my list and I'm trying to decide whether I should pick someone that fits, that actually has a matchup in here that I can get behind, or if I should just go with one of my favorites and pick somebody I really like. Oh. Say one of your picks is Triple H without saying one of your picks is Triple H. Well, I mean, I could fit Triple H in here because I already have two, you know, half of Evolution. So Triple yeah. H, I can make a real nice six-man tag match. Someone's going to be thrown together uh, with Edge and Christian. Well, I mean, that's obviously Kurt Angle. That is that 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 could be there, but I, I have some people already that I really would like to see with Kurt Angle in a match. 
you know, thinking about some of these guys in their prime with Kurt Angle could be absolutely amazing. Uh, but the thing about this list is there's just so many fantastic people on here that I don't want to pass up, but, uh, you know, it's the last round, so we're going to have to figure something out here. Oh, I just saw somebody that has slipped through the cracks and made it to the end. God damn it. Well, you don't have another pick, so I can tell you. So, obviously, for me, I'm not picking, but this is my my one thing. Greg the Hammer Valentine is one of my all-time favorites. Um, I don't really have someone that matches up well with him. Um, I know how good Pat Patterson was, and so in my world purview... He definitely belongs on this list. Um, and if I could get a Pat Patterson in his prime against uh, a Razor Ramon or a Mr. Perfect or a Kurt Angle, it would be an absolutely incredible match. But at the same time, I have Rey Mysterio sitting here. And I don't really have an opponent for him. So I could pick Triple H and add Rey Mysterio to Edge and Christian, because that works. Edge and Rey had their thing. But the current Intercontinental Champion is Ricochet. And so if I can have Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet open my show, I might be able to get a leg up, because we're talking about you know the greatest high flyer from the, the 90s and the early 2000s, and quite possibly... Uh, one of the, I mean, definitely one of the greatest high flyers of all time, but, you know, definitely the premier high flyer of today. So I've just got to decide what it is I want to do. Do I want to waste Rey Mysterio in a six man or book him with Ricochet? Do, 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 do. Yep, there's just nobody else that I really want to see. So I'm going to go ahead and take Triple H. I'm taking Triple H. That is my final pick. So I've got. He's going to make it on a card. He's He's going to make it on a card. Finally, make it on a card when he was drafted. I think I finally did put him on a card, but it was again, it was a throwaway tag match because I had to do something. But we'll see. I might look at this and find something better for Triple H to do, but we shall see. So that's it. Triple H is my final pick. Um, Do you have any uh, standout honorable mentions here, people that did not get drafted today? Yes, I'm just going to go with the the four. Well, no, I'm going to go with the six that are left on my list. Uh, I got one, Shelton Benjamin. Yes. I have the ass man, Billy Gunn. I have uh, the mini version of him, Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) <laughs> I have Bobby Lashley. Yep. And I've got Val Venus. And I've got Jeff Jarrett. Yes, Jeff Jarrett on the list. Um, so looking at this, the, a couple of standouts that uh, kind of surprised me here. Of course, there was the Mountie, the throwaway, you know, like the Mountie's uh, uh, transitional championship. Um, I was surprised. Where did he go? To see Test, Test was a surprise on the list for me. That was one yeah. of those that, that kind of like, okay, yeah, he was champion. Um, and, and Luke Harper, we talked about. 
Curtis Axel? You know? Lance Storm. Yeah, Lance Storm's a good one, though. I really like Lance Storm. Uh, you know, undervalued talent, I think. Even with, you know, when he was doing the if I could be serious for a moment gimmick, uh, it worked for me. But the one on this list that stood out to me that, like, I'm glad he's on this list because I love him. I, I think you do as well. But Albert, you know, yep. good for good for Albert making this list. Um, but, of course, you know, Tito Santana and Pat Patterson, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Kerry uh, Von Erich, another one, you know, big uh, Diesel is one I'm a little surprised no one picked. But, I mean, if we're booking dream matches, is Kevin Nash ever a go-to? I mean, if I mean, uh, I could put him in a tag match with Stone Cold, so that way I could say Stone Cold had his quad out there. Not really a good quad. <laughs> kind of breaks down every so often. Uh, Road Dog was another surprising one. I don't remember being the Intercontinental Champion, but uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I always thought that was weird. Like at the time, like Road Dog was the Intercontinental Champion, but Billy Gunn was the Hardcore Champion. I was like, hmm, <laughs> they should probably switch those. <laughs> yes. Makes more sense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a little surprise. Like, there's a few people that you would you would think might make this list, like X-Pac, Sean Waltman, but never got uh, the Intercontinental title. Mick um, Foley wasn't on here. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean. That At all. Yeah, that one's weird. Um, but I. <sighs> Mankind was one of those gimmicks that didn't need a title. You know, he was kind of an attraction thing. And, and then when, you know, of course, Mick got over, he, he he just leapfrogged right over, you know, the Intercontinental title run. He didn't need a buildup because he had that huge build for years and years. And then the fans were just, it was undeniable. The fans wanted to see Mick Foley with a title. So, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of weird to go into a draft where like you cannot pick The Undertaker or Hulk Hogan right. or just, you know, a lot of people that would normally be first round picks. But like, you know. That's why I love these drafts. The, 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 a crutch could be rewarding or not rewarding. There's no Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, see, it might be fun to do one where we're not allowed to draft anyone that was the WWF champion. That would be, mm. that could be a fun draft uh, yeah. for down require, the road. That requires some work. Yes, I'm, I'm down for that. We, we need all the themes we can get. All right, let's uh, read through our list one more time, and then that'll do it for today's episode. Do you want to go first? Oh, uh, sure, I'll go, go first. Okay. Um, yes, so my roster for this pay-per-view show, whatever we're presenting to the judges next week, next week, ladies and gentlemen, I've got Daniel Bryan. I've got Eddie Guerrero. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Dean Ambrose. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock, Rob Van Dam, Chris Jericho, Ravishing Rick Rude, Roman Reigns, William Regal, D'Lo Brown, Seth Rollins, CM Punk, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, Luke Harper, and the Honky Tonk Man, and Santino Morella fantastic list i'm excited uh for me i've got brett the hitman Hart, macho man randy savage the heartbreak kid sean michaels ricky the dragon steamboat kurt angle mr perfect ray mysterio aj styles owen hart 
The Nature Boy Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Edgeward, Christian, Shinsuke Nakamura. I have no idea what I'm going to do with Shinsuke. I, I picked him, and then I, I, I kept not picking an opponent for him. God damn it, I wish I had taken oh, oh. Shamrock. <laughs> See, so you'll fit you'll fit right in on the WWE creative team. <laughs> correct, correct. I have Shinsuke Nakamura with nothing to do with him. Uh, Razor Ramon, the Godfather, China. I already regret these picks, but I, it made me, it tickled me, so I picked them. Ultimate Warrior, Ahmed Johnson, and of course, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H. Oh, Gosh, it's going to be fun to put these matches together. Absolutely. Like, I was just going through, as you were going through your list, I was like, I would put Shinsuke in there with Ultimate Warrior. I would just have, I would just have Warrior just do his shit, and right before he hits the shoulder block, just knee to the face. Yes. And then he gets right up. And... Yeah, he knows <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, it start, starts running around the ring. Oh, that's funny. Well, because I was just listening to um, Diamond Dallas Page uh, talking about, and, and uh, Jake Snake Roberts talking about their Hall of Fame situation. And um, Jake told this great, you know, and I've heard him tell this story before, but he told the story about how pissed off he was at Ultimate Warrior um, because he was supposed to be the next in line to work a program with Warrior. uh, And it was supposed to start after the SummerSlam where the Ultimate Warrior unfortunately showed up, demanded a million dollars and got fired. So it cost Jake. You know, a big time main event run at the house show loops and all this in lots and lots of money and how how pissed Jake was. But at the same time, then they told the story about Triple H was the one who called Warrior. And uh, for Triple H to not not only did he call Warrior, but he did all the PR. He basically pushed for Warrior to get in there. And if you go back to WrestleMania (laughs) where Triple H was supposed to wrestle the Ultimate Warrior and they were supposed to have like a 10 minute match and they had put it all together, and 10 seconds before the entrances right at Gorilla, Warrior turns to him and goes, we're not doing any of that shit. Two minutes, I'm going to squash you. This is what we're doing. And Hunter just rolled with the punches, did it. He didn't go out there. He wasn't, He you know, he did the only thing he could do, really, because either he's going to shoot at WrestleMania with the Ultimate Warrior, and it's going to be a total shit show, or he's going to pedigree this motherfucker. He's going to completely no-sell it, pop up, and then squash him. And that's what he did. So I give Hunter a lot of credit for, you know, not only forgiving Warrior for that, but being the one who really pushed for him to get in. And then at the same time for Warrior, when he showed up, the as soon as he saw Jake, he apologized to him for, for the shit he pulled back in the day and apologize for taking money out of his pocket. And then Warrior was just more than gracious with his time with Jake's kids and his grandkids. So, you know, good stories all around. Uh, I like to, you know, it's fun to hear about people coming to their senses, you know, and realizing they were a dick once upon a time or, you know, they were difficult to deal with and, and, and everyone just finding harmony and coming together for great nights like, what it was when Jake and the Ultimate Warrior went into the Hall of Fame. So, yes, it's it's a beautiful thing when people have harmony and are on the same page. But that is going to be the antithesis of the theme <laughs> for next week, Cole. Yes, sir. Because I am out for blood, and unlike one of my picks, Dean Ambrose, I'm actually going to provide blood weekly. <laughs> uh, All right, so we are going to be putting our eight match cards together, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week we will have. Uh, 
Big Bucks Big Bucks Chuck. Chuck. Uday Ukulele, you, I can never pronounce his name. I'll ask him on the air and forget again. And That's right. Richard the Cool. And I'm pretty sure he goes by a different name, but I'm going to keep calling them by the names that I knew yeah. them as. The Cool Dick. Yes, the Cool Dick. Dick the Cock. He's great. He's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the banter back and forth. I'm excited to see what they like and what they don't like. And I'm really glad that there's no Undertaker on this card because I don't have to go off on someone. Uh <laughs> Although it is great content. You know, we're going to have to have a draft soon with The Undertaker involved. So. And we can have Bobby back, and uh, you guys can go another 10 rounds on oh, uh, yes. whether or not The Undertaker's any good or not. Oh. <laughs> there are just there are certain takes that people have where you just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bud? Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah, yeah. I'm watching his entire Hall of Fame speech like, who the fuck thinks this guy sucks? How dare they? <laughs> well, I happen to work on a daily basis with some asshole that thinks Bret Hart sucks. So, like, I'm I'm right there with you, bud. <laughs> some people some people just don't have taste. That's correct. So, all right, that's gonna do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Listen next week for the exciting results with the judges from the Bucks Effect, and uh, I am Cole Dawson, and this magnificent beast here is my one of my best friends my hashtag team partner ronald kilborn and thank you for being with us this week we love you and good night thanks for listening find us on instagram and twitter at creative team pod or just the creative team on facebook follow cole dawson on twitter and instagram at cole 2130 and follow yours truly on instagram or twitter at ron for your life number four we'll see you next week on another episode of the creative team 